This is Wellspring, presented by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, September 21st, we say good morning to Sarah Dockersloot. And good morning, Gary, and welcome to Wellspring, a weekly radio show sponsored by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital. Our guest today is Gail Witham, Community Engagement Partnership Coordinator at the Battle Creek Veterans Affairs Medical Center. Gail is a member of the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition, and she's here to talk about Suicide Prevention Month, which takes place this month in September. Good morning, Gail. Good morning to you, Sarah. And thanks so much for being on. Before we get into our topic today, tell us what led you to the Veterans Affairs Department and what your role is there. I would love to. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I've always worked in mental health and public service areas. In addition, I really like to work in areas of process improvement. So when the VA made suicide prevention and mental health a top clinical priority, and looking at communities and strategies and strategies and communities to do the work, I was all about it. Hence my current position of a community engagement and partnership coordinator. Um, in that, in this position, I get to use data landscape analysis to identify areas and communities that may benefit from building a coalition or joining an existing group to support the veterans in the community. I have three priority areas, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but just as kind of a teaser, they are the identifying service members, promoting connectedness, and talking about lethal means safety. So we'll get into those priority areas if we have time in this broadcast, but today we are here to talk about Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. You're a member of the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention today, and today we're going to talk specifically about suicide prevention services offered to Ottawa County veterans. Why is veteran suicide prevention such a priority for the community and the Veterans Affairs Office? Well, suicide prevention is the number one priority for the VA. We often hear 22 veterans die by suicide a day. At the VA, the only number that matters is the matter is the number one because one is too many. That's why the VA is implementing a, a full public health model for suicide prevention. So what does that look like? Well, we partner with people like Ottawa Area Veterans Coalition. And what that really looks like is we at the VA understand that veterans thrive best in their communities in which they live, work, and interact. Thus, this model supports community-based plus clinically-based intervention to equal a full public health model. We need a strategy for now and across the coming decades to powerfully impact suicide prevention and save and promote life. The approach is already working in Ottawa County in the way the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition has interfaced with the priority areas of the VA. You know, when you think about our veterans and what they have given to our country, um, you know, it's wonderful that we are concerned about their mental health because um, my father was a veteran, my husband is a veteran, we don't know what they've seen, but to have to relive that. So give us an idea of why veterans are more at risk of suicide for other groups, and maybe it's just because that they, what they've experienced. Well, you're largely right. 
Um, but absolutely, being a veteran or a person who has served in the U.S. military is both an honor and a cross to bear, so to speak. When you stop to think about the experiences veterans have and transitioning out of the military, which is unique in that only 1% of the population is currently serving. Think about that, only 1%. Yet they account for the highest statistics in suicide. So while a veteran is serving or they're no longer serving, we think about the following. This is like a compare and contrast. While they're in, there's camaraderie, lots of it. We're all here for the same reason. We're doing the same goal. We're meeting the same mission. When you leave the military, you have that loss of camaraderie. When you're in the military, you have an identity. This is a soul identity. We all wear the same fatigues. If you're in the same branch, we all go to the bathroom at the same time. We all do everything together. We are so identified. We can't get unidentified. But when you leave the service, that just stops. It's a loss of identity. People who have not served really don't understand that identity as much as we try and we're very thankful for our freedoms because of our veterans. We don't always understand that. There's a separation from family. When you go to the military and you're serving, you're, you're separate from your family. You don't get to see them. You can talk to them, communicate at times. Sometimes you can't for long periods of time. So when you come back, those relationships have really changed. And how do I, as a person who served in the military, if that's my case, how do I interact with my family who has no idea the things that I've done and that I've built with my own military family? There's shared trauma. If we've been on a mission together, we've done the same thing. When you come home, there may be guilt, the guilt that I survived. Why do I get to be here and my buddy doesn't? I mean, military people are very, if you speak to somebody in the military, they will often tell you, no, save it for somebody who needs it. I can be second. That's their culture. That's how they're brought up in the military culture. They have buddies in the military who you can talk to. Like, hey, I'm having this problem. What do you think? When you come out, who do you talk to? A mental health clinician that may not have military experience? That's really difficult. Also in the military, if you do have issues of mental health, you're sometimes perceived as weak, although we're really working on that. So there's a stigma. When you come out, that stigma is still there. And so it's hard to reach out to anybody. Also, you're understood. Your military providers who care for you in the military, they are military. They understand when you leave, they're not necessarily military providers. So they have a lack of understanding. There's many times when veterans are seen in a medical setting that the right questions aren't asked because we're just not trained to know how to ask those questions. So. Wow, what a wonderful summary. I was jiding him down here because I think to you've you've brought it so to home, you know, the loss of identity, the camaraderie, the separation of family, the shared trauma, buddies, you know, um, they're understood. So, you know, the Veterans Affairs is focusing on this issue in its three priority areas. What are those? Okay. So because the VA's top priority is suicide prevention, one way we are focusing, and I say one way because suicide prevention is everyone's business at the VA, is to use these three specific priority areas that I briefly mentioned earlier. One is to identify service members, veterans, and their families and screen for suicide risk. We often refer to this as, quote, ask the question. It is really important to have you to have you. If you've served in the U.S. military, to ask, 
have you served in the U.S. military versus are you a veteran? It would surprise you to know how many people are veterans, but they don't identify as that because they don't believe maybe they've served in combat, so that doesn't make them a veteran. But no, they're a veteran. If you cook, you're a veteran. You've served. So some people really miss out on benefits for that. Um, a second one is to promote the connectedness and improve care transitions. This is about connecting veterans to all services. Even those who do not access the VA for services, they can still get services. We want to increase lethal means safety and safety planning. This includes all areas of lethal means. Typically, though, you think of firearms when you're speaking about veterans. These are the same three priority areas as the Michigan Governor's Challenge, parts of the DOJ, parts of the CDC. So we're working in a bi-directional manner to save the lives of veterans. So another way that the VA is working collaboratively to reach veterans and prevent suicide. In fact, the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition has also adopted one of these priority areas. And again, is another way we're reaching the more than 12,000 veterans that reside in Ottawa County and call that their home. So talk about some of the services the Veteran Affairs Office offers to try to reduce the number of veterans who are struggling and are at risk for suicide. Sure. There are so many great programs at the VA, and I'm sure I won't mention them all, but a, the good majority of them are, well, of course, we have the mental health services that include uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. We have MST, IPV, which is the Military Sexual Trauma Intimate Partner Violence Services, Wellness Recovery Center, Inpatient Outpatient Psychiatric Services, Substance Use Disorder Services, as well as a whole health approach, which is a big thing that we're really pushing at the VA. So this includes things such as horticulture pro uh, programming, vocational rehab, employment services, art therapy, music therapy, homeless programming, groups, rec therapy, and many others. What appears to be evident to me working at the VA for um, quite some time is that if there is an identified need, it will be met. Mm -hmm. That's really wonderful to see, you know, that you are being ad an advocate for, you know, the services that are needed for veterans. You know, you're also part of the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition. So what kinds of services or things is the coalition doing to meet the needs of veterans? Well, first, I'd like to say that the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition is extremely supportive of veterans. They're wonderful. The VA has partnered with the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention Coalition to achieve so many initiatives already. For example, we partnered to create the Safe Home Bags, which I think you might have done a segment on in the past with um, Amy and the Sheriff. We pushed out man therapy, and there are direct resources on the Ottawa Area Suicide Coalition page and website via the Ottawa County Health Department. This has been such a great collaboration that I have presented some of that our work together at a national level. Our, one of our really exceptional events was a collaborative speaking engagement. We spoke to the Ottawa County Fire Chiefs about mental health and suicide prevention. Many veterans after service work in the first responder roles. And this gives opportunity for veterans to be supported in their work environment as another type of service, often providing that familiarity to veterans of in it together, we do it together, the camaraderie. It's like a, a very nice segue. 
for veterans. We just have a few minutes left. Um, someone listening today might be struggling with the issue, you know, thinking of suicide themselves. How can they get connected to help? Well, if you're in acute crisis, 911. If not, you can call 988. It's an excellent way to get connected, to get the connection started. Highly trained individuals are answering these calls and have the ability to stay on the line with someone in a crisis, as well as get the person and the resources they need in the person's local area. A veteran can also simply present to any VA facility and receive immediate assistance. This is true even if the veteran is not enrolled in VA health services or has even applied for benefits. They can walk into anywhere. So let's say that someone's listening and they have a loved one um, that they think, you know, is exhibiting signs of, you know, depression or, you know, maybe has even, you know, said, I really don't know if my life is worth living. What is one thing they can do to help someone who might be at risk? You need to ask the question. You need to say, are you thinking of ending your life? As uncomfortable as that is, and maybe for someone to say, you would rather be wrong than right. So additionally, each person listening, I would ask you to reach out to a veteran you know, or who you may identify as a veteran, and ask, how are you, how are you doing? And then ask again, how are you really doing? It's the, how are you really doing, right? It's asking the question the second time to say, I really care. You know, I just don't want to have the pat answer. So where can people go for more information or to get connected to resources? Well, there's always the Ottawa Area Suicide Prevention page on the Health Department site, 211-988-PRESS-1 for veterans. And of course, you can always call your local VA. Again, I want to point out that you don't need to be enrolled in the VA health care to get care. If a veteran is not enrolled, they can walk into any community-based outpatient clinic. We call that the C-Box. And those are for veterans in Ottawa County. The closest ones are Wyoming and Muskegon. There's a national number you can call as well, 877-222-8387. Thanks for being here, Gail, and talking about this very important issue. Until next week, Corwell Health, Zealand Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring from Corwell Health, Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.